Hello and welcome to Developing the Leader Within Podcast, an award-winning podcast where I interview the top players in the leadership arena and we dissect leadership, management, and career development from all angles. My name is Enrique Acosta-Gonzalez and I use my more than 20 years of experience in leadership development to dig deep into complex issues and bring you the answers you were looking for. If a topic resonates with you and you would like to explore how to overcome it, reach out to me at calendly.com backslash triad leadership solutions to discuss ways to succeed. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Developing the Leader Within Podcast. I'm Enrique, your host, and today I am so fortunate to have with me Simon T. Bailey. Now, Simon's passion and purpose is to empower and equip you for sustainable transformation. He has over 30 years of experience and has, uh, in organizations and has partnered with o- over 2,000 organizations. He's here to teach you, to teach me, and help us pursue our potential. Simon, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. So good to be with you. I refer to Simon as Mr. Brilliance, Mr. Spark, Mr. Boom. And I've been waiting a while to, to have him on the show. Like I mentioned, I'm, I'm so fortunate. Now, Simon, you know, we're talking about leadership and spark. I got that from you, right? That spark, that message. How did all of this start? Where did it come from? I think it started with my journey of failing as a leader at Disney and really recognizing that I needed to do the work. In other words, I need to work harder on myself, as Jim Rohn would say, uh, instead of trying to work harder in whatever I was doing, harder on myself. So really understanding that leadership is about lifting others up early and often, but you can't lift others up until you look yourself in the mirror and deal with your flaws, your imperfections, your areas of opportunity. So that's where it started with me, becoming self-aware, moving to emotional intelligence, then realizing that real leadership is about inviting people on a journey to discover the leader within themselves while they're following you. So a leader can never take a person to a place that they have not been themselves or they're not continuing to visit and go back to. That is wonderful. And, uh, you know, I subscribe to that thought. Uh, A leader should know the layout if they're going to take you somewhere. Right. And, uh, uh, there's nothing worse than the blind leading the blind. I was just talking to my daughter about that this morning, uh, which is interesting. Yeah, And so, Simon, when we're talking about leaders and people in general, mm-hmm. what do you feel is the challenge of us getting to become what we and what you say we can? I think it's finding the courage within ourselves to do what others are not willing to do. When I talk about courage, courage is inconvenient. It's really inconvenient to want to help someone who's hurting. But when you have courage, you do it because it's not about the spotlight. It's not about who's going to post a comment or take a picture and say, look at me. It's about being inconvenienced to serve others who can do nothing for you. And in serving them and having that courage to do what's difficult 
that's how you become a leader. For those that are listening, and perhaps you work inside a business right now, how do you begin to take on projects and assignments that others don't and won't do for who you become in the process? A leader is really forging out uh, a, a new territory, a new path to say, for who I'm going to become, I am going to attempt to do this, even though it's not popular. That's leadership. I totally agree. And I, I tell you that uh, there's a lot of challenges that will come our way as a leader. But uh, the greatest challenge is not knowing yourself, not knowing how to put the things together in your own life to help somebody else uh, figure yeah. that picture out. And you mentioned in some of your talks and, and some of your interviews, this puzzle conversation. I loved it because I truly believe that there are individual parts throughout our lives that form a picture, the ultimate picture. So could you share uh, with us why uh, we should see life as a puzzle? So if all of us remember the first puzzle that you put together and puzzles are anywhere from 300 pieces, 400, 700, maybe even a thousand pieces. And when you think about the pieces of a puzzle, when you would ever try to put it together, you try to put in that first piece, it didn't quite fit. Then you put in another piece and you're like, okay, here it is. But all of a sudden you became very smart and you accelerate your learning of putting the puzzle pieces together when you turned over the box and you saw the big picture, you saw the beginning uh, and, and the end, you're like, okay, then all of the pieces make sense. Well, if you look at your life, your life has been a scattered uh, pieces of puzzles, and we've been trying to fit it into the big picture. And all of a sudden, when you begin to embrace the different pieces of your life, everything begins to connect. It begins to align. Why did I go and work at that place of business? Why did I start that business? Why did I work with that colleague? Why did I have that boss? And when you start to see all of those pieces come together, number one, you become grateful. Number two, you become clear. But number three, you become even more energized to say, now that I see the big picture, what else can I do to help others see the picture and see the pieces of their life come together? I love that. You know, folks, if, if you're listening and your life is scattered, don't fret, right? Do not fear. It's okay. Uh, it may seem like things are not coming together, but uh, just as uh, Simon just, you know, eloquently just told us, these things are meant to become their own individual piece. Uh, mm -hmm. They're not going to look the same. They're not going to have the same shape. But when you put it all together, voila, right? Here, yes. Here's this nice picture where everybody can enjoy afterwards. It may be painful, but yes. <laughs> hold on, hold on. It's yes. not over yet. Now, mm -hmm. uh, Simon, I, I love your speeches. You invigorate me. You, you, you just entice me to become better. I, I always have referred to a leader as that one person that in the absence of fire and heat and action, they do bring that energy and they infuse it. You refer to it as a spark, right? Yeah. You, you know, you want to set something ablaze. You got to have some type of fire, some type of spark. So, you know, it's been a tough two years for, for most of this world. 
And some leaders may wonder if they even have that fire themselves. So yeah. what can leaders do uh, not only to find a spark, but to become that spark? Yeah. So first of all, when you find your spark, you find your joy. When you find your joy, you find your voice. When you find your voice, you find your freedom. And when you find your freedom, you literally transform everything and everyone around you. So for those who are saying, I'm a leader, but how do I find my spark again? Go back to joy. Go back to day one. When you first started doing what you love and you did that uh, because it absolutely spoke to you, it resonated with you, go back to that day one. And then there are a series of questions that I would invite you to ask yourself. Question number one, where have you been? When you look at your life and specifically your time in business, where have you been? How have you grown? What have you developed? What difference have you made? Uh, what value have you brought to the marketplace that made you a different leader? Go back to that moment in time. And then the second big question is the why am I here? Why am I here is not that I have a leadership title for the sake of a title, because who you are is bigger than what you do. 30 years ago, a number of people went to work and they settled for a chair, a check, and a cup of coffee in Cubicle Farm and woke up and said, wait a minute, this is not me. But 30 years has shot by. So leadership is not about just going to get a job or working in a business and getting promoted into a role. It is about how do I advance the thinking? How do I ensure that individuals who report to you feel celebrated, not just tolerated? How do we create an experience for employees and team members? And if you're the business owner, where people can't wait to get up Monday morning and come and work in a culture where they are challenge. All of that is established by a leader, but a leader, he or she has to really be congruent within themselves to recognize, am I called? Am I really called to lead or am I just taking up space because I have seniority? I've been here. I know how to work the political system. I know how to work the game. I know how to rig the system in my favor. But when you are called to be a leader, you are willing to invite people on the journey to find that leader within themselves because they see how you're leading and they're like, I want to be just like that leader. Yeah, that's powerful, uh, Simon. And, you know, as you was talking, I was reflecting on something that I uh, often am challenged with when I'm looking at leadership as a whole. One of those things is that there's a lot of people that are not in their calling when it, in terms of leadership, but they are there, right? And so there's a call for better leadership and this call for more authentic leadership and leadership from the heart. But these individuals can't get there because they're just not called for that. They just happen to fall in a position. Like you just mentioned, you know, they've learned how to adjust and play and get into a position where they can get into those spots. Mm -hmm. uh, I often refer it to doing well, right? Yes. A person is doing well. Why should I change? Right. And most leaders that are finding themselves in those positions, they're doing well, but there's no real desire for change because they've gotten so far. Right. It's so yes. easy to say, I got here. What do I need to do? 
So for leaders that are in that position, but they understand that maybe, you know what, I, I, I might want to become the real leader that they are asking me to be with mm-hmm. this spark and this boom and, and brilliance. Um, and, and this is what I equate it to. They just, they're not in their brilliance, right? They're yes. not. They're, they're, they're just satisfied. How can a person like that get to a brilliant spot? Well, the first thing I would invite them to really think about is coming to a place where they have an honest conversation with themselves by saying, this isn't it, but I am still valuable. I still have more to bring to the world. So you got to come to that first place, that hard stop. Like, is this it? And if it's not, okay, what are we going to do about it? Then the second thing I would invite them to do is take out a sheet of paper and write down all of their skills, everything that makes them come alive when they are in flow, when they are in the zone, feedback that they have received from direct reports or peers over the years that just said, when you did this, it made this type of positive impact. Write those things down. And then the third thing is to find a coach or someone who will give you honest feedback to say, Let's create a roadmap for your off-ramp, your 2.0 version of yourself. And just because you might shift out of leadership and go and do something else does not mean that you have failed. If anything, you are a person who recognizes that this is the only life you have to live. You don't get a do-over. This is not a dress rehearsal. So shifting gears to do something else. When you look at me, I have reinvented myself five times over the last 19 years. And every reinvention has taught me the power of sometimes you can be planted in a garden of thinking, but you need to uproot and be replanted and exposed to a new sprinkler system of thinking for who you become in the process. Point in case, I'm working at Disney. I get promoted to my first leadership role and I'm really excited, but then I recognize if I want to grow, I have to shift over to the Disney Institute. That meant giving up my title as a leader, giving up bonus potential, going over and being now an individual contributor, remaining salary neutral. In other words, my they wouldn't change my salary. It would stay the same. And what I realized, that was probably one of the best decisions I made because leaders have to understand what um, many call pruning, Dr. Henry Cloud in his book, Necessary Endings, introduces the power of pruning, that we have to prune in order to grow. So this whole ability to say, you know what, I think I'm ready to do something else can be so liberating for who you will become as you embrace the journey. I love that. that, And that garden aspect, you could take so many lessons from the garden. I wish people would spend more time there. I sure do because I, it helps me reflect and digress from the day. I can see things a little more clearly. And hopefully if you're a leader out there and you're listening to this and you find yourself in that position, uh, Simon is just so on point with that. Sometimes you have to uproot. You don't have to kill the plant. You could just you know, put it somewhere where it'll grow and become better, but it is requiring a true and honest conversation with yourself. Uh, if you want to, if you want to make the most impact and yes, this is not a dress rehearsal. This is the one take thing. 
and you have to get it right. So hopefully if you're a leader out there and you're listening to this and you want to get right, hey, make that make that decision and get there. So Simon, it's always exciting to hear you. It's always exciting to be in your midst. I know that you're headed somewhere. I know that you have this, you know, this 20-year life plan. Where is Simon headed and how can we join you? Where our goal is to always equip individuals to release their brilliance and tap into their potential. So we are going to be offering a number of digital offerings this year to really help people understand, uh, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a new year, but it's a brilliant you. How do you become the brilliant you? So we're going to take people through a quiz to help them discover, how do I get there? on this road to releasing my brilliance and shifting my brilliance. And then we'll give them specific digital snackables that will help them level up uh, because I believe everyone needs hope, helping optimistic people excel. Uh, so our goal is to give hope as they move on the road of brilliance. I love that. I love that you have a bite size and then a, a dinner size <laughs> Some, sometimes you just got to nibble till you get to the dinner, right? And yes. so I'm so excited about that. So, uh, Simon, if I was interested in getting into those digital uh, mediums and I was interested in getting Simon to, to speak and, and, and learn from Simon, how would, they, how would I do that? Yeah, just go to Simon T. Bailey, T like terrific, Bailey.com, B-A-I-L-E-Y.com, Simon T. Bailey.com. Everything's right there. Outstanding. Well, folks, I tell you, you will not be uh, wondering why you connected with Simon. You will not be wondering why you're sitting under Simon's teaching. It is just one of the best things that I've heard in a long time. So, Simon, I congratulate you, first of all, as we come to the close here nearing uh, of the year. I wish you, your, your staff, your company and your family all of the best of not only the rest of this year, but the, the coming years. And if yes. folks, if you're looking to up your game at, in, as a person, as a leader, uh, Simon is the way to go. I hope that you reach out. And if you're a company out there and have not experienced what spark brilliance and boom is, uh, you will regret <laughs> not reaching out to Simon because he <laughs> delivers it. Uh, flawlessly uh, and impactfully. Uh, so Simon, once again, thank you for being with us uh, this year uh, on this thank episode, you. folks, find your spark, thank find you. your brilliance, find your boom and, and you won't regret it. And as we come to a close of this show and you know how we like to end it success. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at Triad Leadership Solutions and on Twitter at TLS underscore FL. Thanks again. I'll see you next week and success to you.